Hi, you're here with the one and only Renee, and today we're gonna to be talking about not all that glitters is gold. You've heard this a million times, and we have all experienced it. Whether it was that university course that seemed like an ECA, astronomy, but it turned out to be a course taught by the devil himself, or uh, that free trial that after you made your login and password, it asks you for your credit card information. Or even better, that job interview that went extremely well, but then you find out that they have a 30k base, but hey, they have beer Fridays. Not all that glitters is gold. Why won't we just learn our lesson so we can stop the suffering? Well, the road is wise and it taught us the real value of gold and how to manage our expectations much better. Lessons from the road, episode nine, not all that glitters is gold. After a short stint in Winnipeg, we decided we had had enough of that city life and wanted to go back to our more adventurous ways. So after doing some Instagram re uh, researching, we decided uh, we were gonna go to Riding Mountain National Park. In Instagram, they showed bull moose, the uh, Northern Lights, forests, lakes, just the most beautiful park you have ever seen. And based on this information and this information alone, we made our decision and we went off to the park. <laughs> and let me tell you, when we got there, it didn't disappoint. <laughs> there were tons of bears. So Petra and I have experienced a lot of bears before, but never like this. It was actually incredible. On top of that, uh, there were beautiful lakes, there were the forests exactly as it had been described to us, and we found a campsite that was about 30 minutes away from the main town of the National Park for only $15. So, uh, for this, uh, so on top of all the beauty, we found a cheap campsite. Things could not have been better. But because this is a lesson on not everything that glitters is gold, and because I am making a video, you know that that is not the end of this story. The story goes much, much deeper than that. As our hopes and expectations rose to stratospheric levels, our physical bodies began a descent into hell itself. A hell that we now call Mosquito Island of doom. It all started when we stopped to see the bears. We tried to roll our windows and we didn't even roll them one inch and a swarm, a huge, a, a swarm of mosquitoes entered the car. so many mosquitoes. Yeah, that's true. We began doing something that we became quite proficient at by the end of the trip, mosquito slaying. Uh, so after we defeated all the mosquitoes, after the dust settled, all that there was left was the carcasses of the dead mosquitoes, uh, which we strategically placed in our dashboard to warn off uh, future attackers. I know, disgusting, but desperate times call for desperate measures. 
We continued driving to our uh, we continued driving to our campsite, and we saw again more black bears. So we decided, hey. Let's try rolling down our window again, because maybe it was just before we went through a specific area that just had a lot of mosquitoes. Quickly, we found out that Manitoba as a province is a small area full of mosquitoes. The entire province is just a lot of mosquitoes. I'm sorry to anyone from Manitoba that's watching this. I love Manitoba, just the, uh, there's a lot of mosquitoes. I would not wish a three night stay in this campsite to the worst of my enemies. We had a three night stay. As soon as we arrived to the campsite, we put enough mosquito repellent to kill Dracula himself. Then you look up. You want to tell them what you're wearing? Um, so, before coming to Manitoba, I heard that the mosquitoes here were really bad, some of the worst in North America. I didn't think it was this bad. This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life with mosquitoes. This once glittering, beautiful campsite turned out to be fool's gold. And on top of that, the beautiful lake that I had described earlier that was just on top, uh, that was beside our campsite, all the hikes were closed because of the crazy amount of bears in the area. They had closed off the lake before our worst fear was getting a lot of mosquito bites. Now uh, our worst fear was a quick and swift bear death. For the next few nights, once we arrived in the campsite, we did not even bother actually going outside to cook our food or start a fire. We ate inside the car sandwiches and we just hang, hung out inside the car the entire stay there. Now I gotta say, I'm obviously, you know, uh, I'm making it sound really bad. At the end, we didn't make the best out of it. We uh, traveled to the southern part of the, of the park where there were a few less mosquitoes. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Always. Cheers. <laughs> Your hair is ridiculous. <laughs> so cute. Overall, this mosquito hell taught us to manage our expectations better for the rest of the trip, which made everything more enjoyable. If you are someone that knows me, then you know that I'm a dreamer, I'm idealist, I'm a complete, always thinking the positive, uh, positive outcome. So this trip is gonna be the best, nothing's gonna be go wrong, everything's gonna be beautiful. So this experience, this extreme experience of a mosquito hell just crushed my soul. It right away grounded me, snapped me back to reality. And guess what? Once we did lower our expectations because of the Mosquito Island, on the way out of the park, we saw a huge bison herd right in front of our car. Okay, wait, you should probably go actually. Look at them. They're all coming. They're coming, they're coming, they're coming. This is how close they are. There's no zoom. Usually reviews said that, you know, you don't usually get to see it, especially during the day, or sometimes you see them from 100 kilometers away, just really far away. We saw it right beside our car. And by, the by our face of excitement, I know you can tell that it was an amazing experience. We're looking at the bison. And all because we managed to lower our expectations. Now you're asking, hey Renee, how can I do a better job at managing my expectations? So first thing is you want to have a full information, the full picture before you create an expectation. So we fully based everything on Instagram. If we would have read some of the reviews, we would have found that at that time of the year, it was so full of mosquitoes, every single hiker was avoiding the hikes that we went on. We should have, have uh, had the full information before setting those expectations. Number two, adapt and adjust 
your expectations. It's important that once you have set expectations, as things around you begin to change, you can't go about uh, with the same end goal in mind, with the same end expectation in mind. Those need to change along with how things happen to you. Number three, don't make assumptions. It makes an ass out of you and me. I know you heard that before. I really couldn't come up with something better better to say there. Uh, but yes, yeah, so don't make any assumptions. Make sure that you are basing your expectations off of information, which leads me to number four, which is uh, beware of biases. Now, uh, what I mean by that is, why am I thinking the expectation? Why am I uh, believing the expectation? It might be because in the past, uh, I had the same result. However, thunder usually doesn't strike twice in the same place. So you gotta be careful with a lot of those biases. Same when it comes to other people's expectations. Where do their biases come from? These four tricks are gonna help you set better expectations. Anyways, that's it for me, guys. I hope you liked this episode. Uh, let's keep finding new roads. Let's keep giving her. And most importantly, keep riding that wave. Bye guys, cheers. Yo le dije hola, bonita, hermosa, preciosa, mi princesa aventurosa. For you, I speak English tonight. Girl, come to me, don't put up a fight. Cause I'm from Chile, but I got no chill. Hey, spicy.